Hello, friends, and welcome to the Simply Live podcast. This podcast is all about finding joy in the midst of pain and sharing God's grace, truth, and love to you through real conversations. This is Liv here, and I am so excited to have my gal, Stephanie, with me today. I'm saying that we're in the podcast studio, but it's really in my (laughs) guest bedroom. So why don't we welcome Stephanie? Thank you. I'm excited to be here. But your guest room's beautiful, so I'm super happy about it. (laughs) We have this little bit jerry-rigged in here today, but it's okay. It's all good. But you guys, Stephanie has a master's degree in holistic nutrition and is a certified functional diagnostic nutrition practitioner. Her passion lies in prevention, healing the body from the inside out so you can truly optimize your health. How awesome is this? You guys, today, this episode is truly about finding hope in your health journey and knowing that the Lord wants to heal you. He's given us tools. He's given given us education and resources, and we're about to hear some really awesome things from Stephanie, but at the end of the day, you don't have to live with disease. You don't have to be a victim of that. You don't have to be bedridden. God wants to deliver you. And so I just wanted to welcome Stephanie. And I know you guys might be watching this on video or you might see us on Instagram and you think, what have these girls actually gone through? But I wanted to just share a little bit about our health struggles just to be able to connect with you guys more and to know that, you know, we're not just these walking specimens of health. No, yeah, like I'm not doing what I'm doing because I didn't go through anything first. You know, I feel like that's usually a lot of people's stories, but you've also been dealing with quite a bunch of health disparities as well. And that's really kind of who I talk to on a daily basis is a lot of females and males who are actually in their 20s and 30s and so young, but going through stuff that is just so detrimental um, to their lives because without our health, you know, like. Yeah what, how can we move forward? Like, what are we doing? Going to work every day, being joyful, like it's all um, inhibited because, you know, you just don't feel well. So autoimmunity, chronic illness. And again, at such a young age, I feel like that's really where my passion stems because it's like you're in your 20s and 30s. You do not have to feel like that. It is preventable. And I'm here to help you do that. No, that's awesome. So did you go through your own health journey or chronic illness that really spurred that on for you to want to do that for other people? Yeah, I would say um, my health journey kind of began in high school. I know that you were a high school athlete and even a collegiate athlete, which is amazing. I play, I was a triple sport athlete as well in, in high school. And I just, it was then that I really saw the connection between how I performed on the field and how what my body was able to do for me. So I noticed how I was able to nourish my body and then what it was able to do for me. So I feel like connecting those dots was like, wow, like, okay, so I'm eating a lot of really good whole foods. I'm eating a lot of really good protein. Um, You know, I'm not stuffing my face with sugars and um, processed food like a lot of my friends were. Um, Granted, I was still young too, but Honestly, just even from um, my birth stories, truly where a lot of my gut issues stemmed from, mm-hmm. um, my mom was put on a tributylene pump oh, um, wow. while she was pregnant with me, which is a chemical basically pumped through your body that's mm-hmm. preventing her from going into labor because mm-hmm. it was premature. Oh, um, wow. So yeah, so she just it had to be, it had to happen, unfortunately, but that really, really wrecked my digestive tract in in my system to where I turned 11 and got my appendix taken out. It was, I was way over toxic. My body was trying to um, be able to function optimally and it just could not. So yeah, I had to have an organ removed and I've just kind of been 
trying to pick up the pieces ever since really because I mean truly you guys I know conventional medicine will say this organ's unnecessary this organ's unnecessary God made the body with everything it needs to survive and function um, so if you are missing an organ we need to chat because there's some support for you <laughs> oh my gosh that's crazy I think it's so intriguing to me to learn about your birth story. I think it's because both my sisters are on their second child now. And oh, it's, yeah. you know, I think there's so much more information out now on, you know, when you birth and the effects it'll have on your kids and their future and all of this stuff. It's just so interesting to me. So I feel like if you're a mom out there, if you're pregnant or whatever, do your research. I'm not an expert in the field, but I think it's so important to like tell moms, don't just listen to doctors for what they say, actually do your own research. I think it's so important to to remember and to know that your doctor works for you. Yeah. <laughs> so if you um, you know, ask for a panel done or if you ask for recommendations or whatever and and you don't like their answer or they refuse to give it to you, find a new doctor. Um, nothing yeah. against conventional medicine, you guys. We de there's a time and a place for sure, yes. but they work for you. We yeah. pay them. Very so true. just make sure that if you aren't aligned with your position, find a new one um, or even look in the holistic realm. There's a lot of people um, like myself who um, are really, you know, dead set on really trying to see you get better and optimize your health. And I can tell you, I don't stop until we figure it out. So that's so awesome. I know for me, Obviously, if you're listening, you probably heard my sob story of health, but <laughs> I suffered with chronic, you know, issues my whole life. I don't like to say I have diseases, but in high school, they thought I had Crohn's disease. I had extreme acid reflux. I was not like you and ate holistically in high school. I was definitely like a Chick-fil-A eater, fries, <laughs> yep. chicken tenders. There it is. I had like a full <laughs> throttle before my track meets. It was terrible. I had Mountain Dew. Like I was not healthy. Everyone oh likes to gosh. see me now and I'm like this celery juicing, right. like pescatarian, like a healthy person for the most part. Um, and I'm like, if only you knew me back in <laughs> high school. I had pre-workout pre from a Mountain Dew. <laughs> Literally, I had Mountain Dew. But it caused my sophomore year of high school, I learned that I was full of ulcers. And so I was, I was in the ER all the time because I was just having these severe stomach aches. And it wasn't just like I'm bloated. You know, it was like really, really severe. Mm -hmm. And I just kept saying, I feel like my stomach is bleeding. Like I just kept saying, it feels like I'm bleeding. And so anyways, I had really bad ulcers to the fact, to the point where I had to do dual enrollment because I missed so much school. And so anyways, that day when the doctor told me I stopped drinking Mountain Dew, I stopped drinking full throttle, like cold turkey. Like I have not touched soda since then. I mean, there's a few things that I need to cut out my time. You know the Celsius? Okay. But <laughs> like, I know I'm not like perfect, but um, since then, and that really helped. But I think walking through, and then of course, I think it was three or four years ago, it was 2019, I was diagnosed with Lyme disease. And that was really like the biggest thing because that put me in the bed. You know, I couldn't move. Yeah. I was crawling to the bathroom because I literally couldn't walk. And so my dad, I had moved back with my parents. My dad was carrying me to bed, carrying me to the bathroom. I couldn't walk. I used to walk the bridge all the time, was collapsing. Mm. And my friends were like, ready for me to collapse. They're like, Liv, are you okay? Like I see it happening. Right. They were just like conditioned to help me. They knew when it was going to happen. And so it was during that year, I took like a year off of like no working out, no fitness, just focusing on my body and healing, declaring God's word over my life, taking my supplements as communion, literally, which I want to touch on that later. Yeah. Um, but that really 
like with everything I'm going to say today is with that in mind, because, you know, before I, yes, I was a college athlete. I was doing six days a week working out some days, two days, two times a day. It's a job. It's a (laughs) full-time job. In college, it was three times a day. It was 5 a.m., 11 and three. Um, and then I was opening my own fitness facility. So it was so unbalanced. Like I was definitely like a fitness freak, but the Lord was like, live, it's time to rest and focus on me. And so now like the thought is like, okay, I need to honor body, the Lord with my body. Mm-hmm. You know, the body is the temple. And so I think that's something that we could really touch on is honoring your body as a temple where the Holy spirit resides Yes, mentally, physically, spiritually, emotionally. And so I don't want to take all the time talking, but how would you say, like, what is one way that you can honor the body? I know you talk a lot about toxicity and different things you put in your mouth, reading labels, all that fun stuff. So take it away with that. Honestly, I would say that you pretty hit, you hit the nail on the head with that, with that, Um, just being more cognizant. I think that moving forward in this society that we're living in is it's so fast paced, you know, and we're just kind of losing ourselves a little bit. Mm -hmm. Um, I've noticed a lot in the clients that I've had that the intuitiveness, you know, like, especially as a woman, like we're built very intuitive and a lot of people are completely missing that. And they just don't even take time to feel, you know, like when they eat, put something in their mouth and they digest it. And it's like, do I feel tired after that? Do I feel energized? Do I feel sick? Am I bloated or do I feel okay? You know? And it's like, you know, so many people will come to me and be like, oh, well this, this, and this. And I'm like, well, how do you feel after you eat this? And they're like, I don't know. I'm like, well, let's slow down and maybe, you know, like up your water intake and really try to be more intuitive with self. So I think that just making sure that you are being intuitive with self, but also reading labels, any type of um, going into a non-toxic environment, like product switching. So I just got an air purifier. It's done me wonders. Um, A water purifier, um, you know, your non-toxic cleaning products. Um, but yes, I am huge on reading labels. I'm, I also have a, I obviously have a master's in holistic nutrition. So I not, I know a lot about the food system, the money system that I like to call it. Always follow the money. I'm telling you. you Oh yeah. And I mean, that's, I mean, in the master's program that I did, it was all research. So, I mean, I'm reading all these studies, you know, one after the other, and a lot of times they're funded by big food, big pharma. Mm -hmm. So you just really have to pay attention. Um, but I would say reading food labels is going to do you a world of difference. And I feel like we need to break that down because so many people are like, oh, read food labels. How right. many carbs, sugar, protein? It's not about that. It's what the ingredients it's are. It's not about that. It's so why not... don't you help people like enlighten them it's... on how to properly read a food label? Yes. It's not about the nutrition label as much as it's about the ingredients. So when you look below that food label, that's usually in white and black. Um, you'll see the ingredients. Because it is black and white. Yeah. <laughs> Did you like that? <laughs> wow, that was really good. Um, but you'll see the list of ingredients. I want to see less than 10. I want to see names that I can pronounce. I want to see things that I know. Um, and I also want to avoid inflammatory oils. So that's going to be a lot of your seed oils, safflower, sunflower, mm-hmm. um, canola oil, not oh. great. No, I saw no. a video on how they make canola oil and I almost vomited. And, and that's the problem. It, <laughs> it is literally manufactured to where they're like heating it, these seeds to a certain degree that is unsafe for hum- human consumption. Yeah. So it's literally the body recognizes it as carcinogens. So we are slowly getting sicker as we consume those inflammatory oils. And the mm-hmm. problem is, is like a lot of people want to argue, oh, well, it's just like a 
a like point two percentage mm -hmm. in the and well, how much are you consuming? Are you it's doing in this every day. Yeah, like I mean, it's in dressings. It's in our cleaning products. It's in, you know, just literally smoothies sometimes. Like you just really have to be um, aware and cognizant and reading the labels. So I would say inflammatory oils, no go. Um, there's like a hundred names for sugar. It usually ends in os. Yeah. <laughs> um, dextrose, glucose, fructose, like, you know, a lot of those things and they can be um, completely synthetic and man-made. So just making sure that it's not the couple first couple ingredients on there. Um, but yeah, I would definitely try to uh, be knowledgeable of that. And then the Dirty Dozen. I abide by the Dirty Dozen yes. and Clean 15 for sure. That's um, by the Environmental Working Group. And they literally have a whole list on there. Um, I give a sheet to all my clients just so they can be more aware when they're purchasing produce. No, that's really good. We should post a graphic about that, actually. The dirty yeah. I think that would be really great. Do you know them at the top of your head or no? I know. Here's a good tip for you guys, okay. actually, is when I shop in the produce section and I'm like walking around, um, I'm looking at the skins of things. So oranges, really thick skin, right? So I mean, herbicides, pesticides, it's real, but they're not going to go deep into the fruit. And we mm -hmm. don't eat the orange peels, right? No. So it's a really thick peel, um, probably won't like have bananas. as much. Yeah, bananas not they're they're fine. I wouldn't buy orga uh, organic avocados, but things like berries with those really thin skins that you were usually eating. Yeah. Um 110% you need to buy organic. Yeah. No, that's good. And I've been seeing there's like the cleaning the sprays, like fruit cleaning sprays. Have you oh, seen yeah. those? Yeah. I'm like what are what if these are good? What if these are bad? I know. Well, again, ingredients. Like you yeah. want to see what exactly like if you're just washing your fruit with more chemicals, like that's not going to no. do any good. And I think the problem so many people and you and I were both talking about this the other day. I made a reel about it. I saw and post about it, but it's the analysis paralysis. Yes, I, I think that a lot of you guys that. might be listening and you're like, okay, I've heard this. I already know this. It's not that we're not informed. I think that sometimes we have too much information. We become hoarders of information, but yet we don't look back and like comprehend it. Oh my gosh. You it's know? the overload. Uh, yeah. It's overload. So we hear things like you're listening to this podcast. You're hearing Stephanie talk. You might be listening to a pro-metabolic thing. You might be listening to a vegan thing. You might be Carnivore listening to a MD. You know, all these <laughs> things. And you're like, oh my goodness gracious. I'm so stressed out. Here's a, at the end of the day, like God is not a God of confusion. Mm -hmm. He's a God of peace. He's a God of order. And so whatever you choose to do for your health, you need to submit it to the Holy Spirit because at the end of the day, it's your physical, mental, spiritual, emotional, all of that is connected. Yes. And so it's like, you can eat all of the green smoothies and whatever else that's really great for you. I'm not going to mention all the things, but if you're not working on your spiritual health, you're not working on your emotional health, you're not working on your mental health, then you're still going to live with chronic illness. Yeah. You know? And so, and, or even like me, I wasn't aware that I had a malabsorption issue. So I'm taking all these incredible supplements I literally was drinking like green things every day, the nastiest shakes, whatever, because I was like, I want to become well, but I didn't realize that I literally wasn't absorbing anything. So just being aware of all that stuff is so important, but not allowing it to become this burden or an idol in your life, because sometimes I do believe that people become so obsessed with health or so obsessed with a certain thing that it's almost like an idol. And God's like, anything you put before me is an idol. Yeah. Are you putting this lifestyle before, before me? Are you putting this whatever before me? Because God's the one that's going to heal you. Right. You know, he's just given us these resources. And so I just want to encourage you guys in that the people that are listening right now is like, you might feel overwhelmed. Pray about it. Literally just pray about it and ask the Lord to reveal these things to you. It's like, 
for me, I have chronic, I have terrible SIBO currently. And everyone's telling me you need to cut out onions, you need to cut out garlic, you need to cut literally like a million things. And I'm like, you know what, let's start with one thing. I'll cut out one thing, see how that feels. And like Stephanie just said, how do you feel after you eat it? Are you feeling good? Are you not feeling good? If you're feeling great, why in the world are you cutting out a food that you want to eat in the first place? Right. So that really goes into our mental health as well. So I kind of want to make a shift into, okay, let's read our food labels. Let's be careful about what we're putting into our body. Let's be careful about what we're cleaning with. Let's be careful about perfumes, deodorants, Mm, you know, all mm -hmm. these things. But also like, let's talk about mental health because- if you are so obsessed, you start to become kind of controlled by that. Yeah. You're not really living in freedom. And I would even say that some people may feel like that because of the information overload and they just want some answers. Like they just want to know, like, how does my body work? Like what, what foods are good for me specifically? Like almost like nutrigenomics, like mm-hmm. what foods does my body need to thrive? And nutrigenomics. I feel like nobody knows what that is. Okay. <laughs> So basically, <laughs> thank you. Nutrition based I'm on your genes. <laughs> People are so, like, oh my gosh, nutrigenomics. What the heck? So per your genetics, I mean, genetics does play a very large role. I mean, I'm yeah. very um, holistic and preventative, but that doesn't mean that I don't look at science. You know, I yeah. totally believe that we are all built so uniquely and differently in God's image. And because of that, we all need different things. Right. So a lot of what I do basically what I do is I want to see, I want to see the facts. I want to see it on paper, what it does Olivia's body need, you know, what, what, why isn't she absorbing nutrients? Like, you know, so like what's going on in her body? I'm, I'm, I'm constantly asking the question why. And I think that functional labs really helps people understand their body more and then kind of removes the confusion and may even remove like the analysis paralysis and like it really really helps to narrow down what they need and um yeah your mental is everything you know even reading through a devotional this past week it's you got to rewire your brain and 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 food fuels right like food as fuel food as medicine so what you're putting in your body is going to dictate your functionality. Mm -hmm. So your organs are fueled off of what you put in your body. Do you Mm want to be M&Ms or do you want to be some some really high energy beets that it's like super antioxidant rich and we are fighting oxidative stress? (laughs) People are like, yeah, I want to be M&Ms. I really like their commercials are great. Do they even still have commercials? I don't know. No, but it's so true. And I feel like it's a sa- it's the same thing with our mental health. And I really believe like full heartedly in declarations. And I know we were talking about that a little bit and really the relationships between the gut and the mind. Yes, and I know the you, gut brain you could totally like talk about that because I know for me, when I was at the peak, you know, the worst part of my Lyme disease and all my other gut issues, I had the worst brain fog ever because yeah. my gut was just destroyed. And I don't think a lot of people understand like, you can be sharper. You can be, you know, quicker if you just cure your gut, like your mind can. Yeah. And that's the, like the connection that I feel like people miss sometimes too, mm-hmm. because you're fatigued and brain fogged. You know? <laughs> it's kind of like this vicious cycle. It's just like, but yeah, you got to connect the dots. Like, like I said earlier, what you're consuming is literally fueling your organs and that includes yeah. your brain. You know, your brain needs really good, healthy fats in order to function. So we're talking avocado, olive oil, walnuts. Is like, coconut oil on there or no? Yeah, totally. Okay, Amino okay. acids, yeah. Like, and me. and a really good healthy fat. Yeah. No, I love olive oil or um coconut oil. 
Yeah, that's really good. But yes, declarations too for a good yes. mental state. And you even mentioned talking about your supplements as um, communion. Communion, yeah. yes. And I even had some um, – I wrote down some declarations for those of you who may be going through a health disparity and you just like are really having trouble seeing the light at the tunnel at the end of the tunnel. Um, waking up every morning and declaring this over your life. I am physically healthy in Jesus' name. I serve a God who cares for me and wants the best for me and wants to restore my health. That's found in Jeremiah 30, 17. I am not my disease, illness, or ailment. God is the ultimate great physician who heals. I will trust in the Lord who heals me. Exodus 15, 26. That is so powerful. I I just got chills because it's, it is, it's so true. You know, like he is the ultimate physician. He can and will heal you. I believe that full heartedly. And I I cry because, yeah, you have to declare those things that are not as though they were. You have to be prophetic in the yeah. way that you speak. And it's and not I, lying to yourself. No, you know? you're not like tricking yourself into believing no, you're healed. It's, it's biblical. Yes. I remember at the top of my phone, and it's recording a video right now, but at the top of my phone, I have pinned a prayer from like 2019 and it was just declaring over my health, I will be healed. Or no, it said, I am healed. It's not, I will be. It's, I am healed of Lyme disease. I am healed of gut. Yes, I had a long list. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> At that time, there was a long list of things I needed to be healed from. And then Tim, my husband, really encouraged me. I don't know. I don't remember how many years ago to take my supplements as communion. Because, you know, when you're going through something and you have 20-something supplements in front of you or 15 or however, it is so disheartening. It's so discouraging. And you feel like, almost like you gave up and like you didn't trust God. And it's like, it made me feel terrible. Mm -hmm. Like it made me feel just awful. Like, why am I taking these things? And I had to keep telling myself, it's not forever. It's just a season. But then also like, Lord, I'm taking this every day as communion by your stripes. I am healed. It's not by this medicine. It's not by the doctor. It's not by what I'm doing, but it's because you have healed me. And that really helped me. And like a week or two ago, his cousin was over and I was like, am I just supposed to stop taking everything and just trust the Lord? It's, It's those things like that. Like, Lord, help guide me, direct me. I'm not telling everyone to just Stop taking your medicine. I was gonna but say, like, or just like think that they can say these things and it's just gonna happen. Like yeah. action is is required, guys. Yeah. <laughs> Wisdom is important. Knowledge is important. To seek advisors is important, but also like let's not neglect the mental, the spiritual side of things as well. And honestly, like when my mom was walking through breast cancer, she went to a treatment center in um, Mexico, and they really went after the emotional health too. Yeah, you know, different relationships in her past, like when her oh my god her pa- or her dad passed a brain cancer. You know, just going through that whole thing, it's all encompassing. Yeah, and we don't realize that, and so it's just so important that we can just understand that it's a whole thing. Oh my Mental, gosh, physical, spiritual, body, mind, wellness. Yeah, and that's really my role as a practitioner. Is I'm not going to come in and heal you. I'm not going to come in and diagnose you. I'm not going to come in and, you know, tell you, you know, really what to do, but my job is really to support you, be a resource. I'm going to give you everything you need yes. to heal um in Jesus name and yes. um it's really up to you to want that for yourself, but it is available. Yes. You there are answers to be sought out and given to you. Um, You just have to act in that manner and be open to healing. I love that because this wasn't even on my notes or anything to say today because you just said something that reminds me of a story. Actually, Christine Kane has a great 
sermon about this, but it's talking about get off the mat. Have you ever heard of that sermon? Why does that sound familiar? It's basically about the guy that sat by the pool for, what was it, 30 or 40 years waiting to be healed. And she was just saying, like, do you want to be healed? This guy is literally, like, laying next to the pool where, like, healing is happening. But he didn't even, like, wiggle himself down there. He's just laying there waiting to be healed. And so it's like Jesus is looking at you. Do you want to be healed or do you not? It requires us reaching our hand out or it mm-hmm. requires us wiggling off the couch. Right. Or it requires, you know, it might not be an instantaneous like God's taking away all my symptoms, but like, are do you want to be healed? Or are you just going to be stuck in that victim mindset? Yes. Because I think a lot of people are comfortable with being sick. They're not ready to change and be healed. Let's go. And that is like literally some of the biggest problems with people now is they ha- they're they comfortable in their sin or they're comfortable in their sickness or they're comfortable where they are. And God's literally sitting there like this, like holding his hand out like, hey, child, mm-hmm. here I am. I want to heal you. And they're just like, no, I'm just going to sit here another day or no, I'm just going to wait. No, it's you need to get up, yep. get up and start pursuing your healing through yes. Jesus Christ. And so. I think that mindset is what a lot of people need to really go after and yes. to attack is, you know, Dr. Caroline Leaf says it takes 63 days to form a new thought process. Wow. 63 days. That's three cycles of 21 days. And so if you have had these patterns of thinking of being sick, of living mm-hmm. with disease, of living with all these symptoms, then your mind, your thought processes are probably very toxic yeah to be honest yeah and it's so true and i feel like that's why one of the declarations i wrote is that i am not my illness disease or ailment because so often i talk with young women especially and they're like well i have addison's or well i have crohn's and it's almost like they're saying it in such like in such sadness that it's like defines them yeah and so i'm so quick to be like that's okay. That doesn't make you who you are. Yeah. You are Olivia. You know, yeah. you are Sasha. Like you yeah. you are someone that is not defined by your illness and that's truly like, you know, of course I do a very thorough intake. I want to know yeah. exactly what's going on. So if you do have a, if you were diagnosed with an illness, I need to know. But ultimately, when I run labs and I look at your labs, I'm not looking for what that defining illness. Right. I'm truly looking at it as a clean slate. I'm looking at it as a person, a 25-year-old female, and I'm just seeing what kind of metabolic chaos has ensued. Yeah. And I want to ask, keep asking why. Okay, well, her cortisol is really high. Why? Yeah. You know, well, she mentioned on her intake that, you know, she's going through divorce. Okay. So we know she's really highly stressed. Just right. co- correlating from lab work to person is very important. And I think that that's really what we lack in our um, conventional medicine system is you have like 10 10 minutes to talk with your doctor. Like that is not enough time to really go in depth into basically your entire health history and like what what makes you who you are. And that is something that I love to pride um, holistic medicine on is in functional medicine is we correlate with the individual. I need to know way more than your age, weight, and height. You know, like (laughs) I work out. I need, yeah, I need to know, I need to know what you eat on a daily basis. I need to know how many bowel movements we're having. Like it gets real. I feel like we need to do this. People are probably going to be like, and stopping this podcast right now, but I I could do a whole podcast episode on DMs. Yes. Bowel movements. I'm sure. Honestly, a few of the questions that people submitted were like, what do I do about my chronic constipation? Because it's, it's true. Like 
But I like what you said, and it's been such, such an intentional effort on my end to not be defined by your disease because I think that, at least for me, like walking through Lyme and having POTS, all these different things, I you go on people's Instagram and it's like Lyme warrior or dealing with Lyme or chronic illness survivor totally. or mm-hmm. whatever. And I'm just it's like, like a community, which is let's helpful, not, but like, don't define yourself by that. Like, and it, it just makes me so sad because when we realize what the word says about the power of life and death is in your tongue, like say, no, I am healed. Those declarations are so powerful yes. because they are biblical declarations. And the Bible says the, the word will not return void. His word will not return void. So if you keep declaring that over your life, the promise is going to come. Yes. The promise is going to come. So be prepared for that promise. And I have a whole other podcast episode on that, but we need to start preparing ourselves for the promise. And I think that so many people just give up and they're like, I'm just going to live with the sickness. I'm just going to be a Lyme warrior for life. And I'm just going to talk about how I struggle with Lyme and how I can't do things. No, like God wants to heal you. And so, yeah. um, And you know what? Going off of that really quick is I was reading an Acts this morning um, talking about Paul and Silas and that were, that they were imprisoned. And oh my gosh, they basically, the concept is they praised God during the storm yes. and then he broke open the prison. Yes. They didn't praise him after. Yes. They praised him before and then he showed up. Yes. So I feel like so many people are, you know, they they are getting so discouraged with their sickness and like, God, where are you? Yes. Start praising him. Yes. Start praising him through your weakness, illness, yes. your sadness, your stress, your anxiety. Praise him right now and he will show up. Yes. He will break open that prison like he did Paul and Silas. And oh my gosh, your life will be transformed. That's so awesome. It's so true. I mean, it activates our faith. And I mean, if you guys want to listen to the song, Praise Before My Breakthrough is incredible. <laughs> but Do you want to sing it for us? <laughs> oh, no, I'm just joking. <laughs> But I also, I wanted to talk a little bit like transition into the subject of rest because I think rest sometimes people think is counterproductive. I mean, at the end of the day, God took the seventh day to rest. Yes. <laughs> so <literally. laughs> do we think that we're better than God by not resting? Like, let's be real. But I think one of the best things that I did in my health journey was taking that year off and like truly resting and being in God's presence. And honestly, like, crying it out. I know that sounds weird, but I think that part of your journey of becoming well, like optimally well, mm-hmm. is addressing that emotional aspect. And I think for people, and you you totally hit the nail on the head earlier, is like people are just busy and they're just going, going, going. They don't really realize what they're stuffing, like maybe emotionally, mentally, spiritually, whatever. And then it all just comes out one day. And I think honestly, <laughs> that was totally me. Like that was part of my journey. And I think it's just being type A, being competitive, being an athlete, pastor's kid, all the things like it's hard to trust people. You know, I I have an issue with trusting people with my emotions. And so being in the bed and not being well forced me to really address that. And it was a beautiful place to be because I was just able to cry out with the Lord and say, Lord, like, I don't like this about me. I actually hate this about me. I remember being flat on my face in the ditch in my sister's backyard, snot everywhere, just sobbing, like, Lord, heal me. Cause I was so upset. I wasn't healed. Yeah. I was so upset. Tim was where he was. I was so upset. My papa had brain cancer, just all the things. And God was truly healing me in that process. And so rest 
it like forces you to walk through that emotional healing I feel I feel like most definitely and it also just like gives you a different perspective I know I said this earlier but like about fitness about health about everything like your body just needs to rest yes and hustle culture right oh. like we are so we are so go 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 and we are just it's like you're praised if like how many things you can handle at once it's, it's so like true. oh my gosh how much are you doing like oh i'm doing this and i'm working on the weekends and i'm i've even been having to sacrifice my sundays it's like no no <laughs> we should not be doing that and i really believe that there is a season for everything yeah. so whereas like you mentioned you know back in college it was go 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 for yeah. you and maybe that was okay i mean maybe even you're reaping some of the consequences of that <laughs> lifestyle right now but <laughs> but i will say that i can totally relate because i feel as though i'm coming out of a season of that was very high stress for me and so having to slow down, like you said, really made me realize like, okay, like be still mm -hmm. and know that I am God. Like yes. God's got me just because I'm not working 24 seven yeah. or because I'm not working out every single day for an hour or like, you know, fueling my body every second of every day. Um, doesn't mean that I'm doing it wrong, yeah. you know, and coming out of that really stressful season, I really took time for myself. Yeah. I, I switched hit workouts for walking. Yes. I switched Hot girl walk. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I switched um caffeine for, you know, bone broth in the morning. Yes. Huge health tip. Yes. Um building building your organs with collagen. Uh, and just a, a lot of those little swaps because um but I also did my my lab work and I was able to see how yes. stressed I was and how high my cortisol was and how my steroidal hormones were compensating for that lack of cortisol. And yeah. then, you know, we get into low progesterone and estrogen oh. dominance and that can, that's a anabolic reaction and yeah. I'm genetically prone to ovarian cancer. Like it's just, yeah. it's, it's a spiral, right? Yeah. Like people say, oh, you know, like it's, it's just a little thing. It doesn't matter. Like my little thing would have turned into a very big thing yeah. if I hadn't gotten a hold of it oh, right absolutely. now. So I will say, yes, rest is extremely important. Don't let this hustle culture like completely yeah. derail you and think that you're not doing enough. Oh, I can yes. tell you right now, you are. You are enough. You're doing yes. enough. You are going to be fine. For some reason, I feel like mo some a mom out there right now needs to know that she's doing enough. Okay, yes. like you are yes. healthy for your kids. You are showing up for them every day. You are working, yes. and you are enough. Yes. And I think that we need to learn really, truly to rest in order to reach optimal wellness. No, that's so good. And I, I, I kind of felt the same way because I'm just like. How many times in this like boss babe culture, which I hate to say I boss know. babe, but I'm just quoting it. Um, do we go to these meetings and you truly do feel less than you're like, oh gosh, I'm not doing that, or I don't have that system, or I'm not doing this. Yeah. And it's like, no, the Lord told, like, tells us He's gonna give us supernatural wisdom, He's gonna give us discernment, He's gonna give us knowledge. Do the best that you can. But it's you know, one of my favorite declarations that Craig Rochelle has is do I give my best and then some because it's after I give my best that matters most, because that's from the Holy Spirit. Yeah. And I think that so many people are just operating out of their own strength, and you're just so completely depleted is because you're not relying on the Holy Spirit. You're not relying on his grace. You're not relying on his mercy. And there's actually a great devotion out there. It's called grace over grind hmm. because everyone's like, oh, grind it out. Like what you were saying, hustle mm -hmm. culture, grind it out. Get up at 5 a.m. Don't go to sleep till 11 p.m. Work on that yeah, business plan. Like, yeah. I'm like, you, dear God, if you own a business, you should be working all night. I'm like, I go to bed at nine. Yeah. <laughs> 
but God will genuinely, it is insane. Even this last week, cause I'm launching a few new business things and I'm just so excited about it. When you just get up and give God the first of your day, even if you sleep in, like, I think so many people are like, oh no, I slept until nine today. I just got to get started on work. No, still give God the first of your day because he's going to give you divine inspiration. Yes. He's going to give you wisdom. He's going to give you divine appointments and connections. And so I just rest, you guys, is so, so, so important. I cannot stress it enough. And don't be so hard on yourself, especially these people, because I know I have a lot of people in the fitness industry. Take a day off. Like take a day <laughs> off. Or maybe you go to the gym and you're just not feeling it. I have cried on the yoga mats before and just been like, I can't do it today. I just go home. I literally walk in and I walk out because you do need to listen to your body. Like Stephanie was saying, be intuitive with what you're doing. Listen to your body and what it needs and ask the Holy Spirit to like help to guide and direct you because God truly is still healing today. So we're going to post those declarations um, both on Stephanie's Instagram, on my Instagram. You guys can always find them. My self declarations are at the link in my bio. And just declare over your life. There's declarations for men. There's declarations for women. And then... There's like declarations for marriages, I think, and then over your kids. It's amazing. But Pastor Craig Rochelle has some amazing declarations. So that's what I use. But I want you guys to be able to connect to Stephanie and her resources because she's doing some incredible things. I mean, even just the little few things that I'm learning in the last few weeks, I'm like, oh gosh, am I really giving up some of my favorite things that I do every <laughs> single day? But if it's it's that whole concept of just know better, do better. Yes. And if you've literally gone through eight years of schooling, why would I need to go three years of schooling if you've already done it? It's true. I'll just yeah. pay you to help us. <laughs> so why don't you tell them a little bit about what you do, how they can connect to you or get a free consultation or schedule a call, all those things. Yeah. So I guess first and foremost, I'm on Instagram at the real and raw. Um, and yeah, I do free consultations. Like, let's see if we're a good fit together. I do those for one of two reasons. Um, one, because I want to see if we're a good fit. You know, I think that when you want to work with a practitioner, especially with your health um, in mind, you want to make sure that you um, have the same ethics, morals, and values, and, you know, you're on the same path and on the same um, wavelength. Um, But then also, you know, maybe it's it's as a severe condition and I may need to refer out, you know, so I I don't know everything. I don't claim to know everything. Um, But what I do know is I can give you answers through functional lab work. And that Mm -hmm. is primarily what I do. So, um, I run uh, a sex and hormone panel to see um, where your testosterone, progesterone, estradiol, melatonin are at. Then I want to correlate it with some gut health, so a metabolic wellness panel. So we want to see what's going on at the cellular level. Yes. Um, a mucosal barrier assessment, uh, which is you know your leaky gut test. So is that you some muco? So do you do it like through your mucus? It's actually or? through um, urine, oh. if I'm not mistaken, either urine or a blood prick. So a lot of these functional tests are functional. So they are done through a lot of different um, samples. So I do saliva and then urine, blood, and stool. So I don't – luckily lucky for me, I don't get to to have those in my own space. I drop ship the kits to you and then those are – I've had stool testing in my Oh, great. It's fantastic. (laughs) Those tests tell you – so much. It's so invaluable. They're very in depth. And yes, you've probably done the GI map. Have you have you yeah. done the GI map? It's the, like bacteria and parasites. I think so. Possibly. Yeah. I would I would assume with the chronic stuff that you've got going on, but that is like the glory test to me. I'm just like, of course it's the stool one, but listen, yeah. you guys, you can tell tell a lot from yes. your stool from your gut health. 
Um, but yeah, we, I want to know, and I think that's, again, unfortunately what conventional medicine lacks. It's like, you know, when people come and say, I have gut issues, well, what does that mean? You know, like, and are we dealing with a parasite? You know, those are some things that I think people don't really think about, um, Mm -hmm. cause we can get them from a lot of different places and they are very contagious. Um, so yeah. So just running a, a series of tests, correlating them with your symptoms, working with me um, for three or six months so we can really get you to optimal wellness. I think that's truly what functional medicine is. Yeah. I'm not going to leave you to your own devices and say, oh, here's your answers. Have a good day. Yeah. I want to go through them with you. I want you to understand. I want to devise a protocol for you. And then I want to check up with you yes. to make sure that the protocol is working. Do we need to switch anything? Are we having adverse reactions to supplementation? Yeah. Um, all the things. So, which I think is so important because so many times you get put on a new protocol and then you feel like terrible. Right. And then you're like, oh man, is this because my body's actually responding in a good way? Am I having die off? Am I herxing? Am I, you know, what is this? Or is it because I shouldn't be taking this? Right. So having someone like you that's actually following up is so beneficial. And I think I remember you said you do like weekly calls, don't you? Yes. Yeah. I wanted to, I mean, like I said, I want to make sure that what we are going through and putting you on together is working. Yeah. And I mean, I, yeah, a lot of people crazy enough, but in their 20s and 30s are already on medications. Yeah. And so I want to make sure that the prescription medication that you're on isn't adversely affecting your supplementation protocol or vice versa. Yeah. And of obviously, I um, am not legal to diagnose or treat. I never use yeah. that verbiage. And I'm always open and willing to work with a physician, yeah. a primary care or specialty physician. If you currently work with one that you really enjoy, amazing. Yeah. Um, if you're looking to do functional lab work, um, and I have no problem working with yeah. them, reaching out to them, um, tag teaming you as a patient, because ultimately for me, yeah. I want to see you get better. Yeah, so I just awesome. want to do whatever I can, um, with the resources that I have and, you know, make sure that we're moving forward instead of backward. Yeah, no, that's awesome. No, I love that. When I was at your house the other day, you said you work with a team, which is so cool because mm-hmm. you, <laughs> You just don't find people like that nowadays that genuinely want to see you get well. Like you, they it's just a lot get of work, on a prescription. It's yeah. a lot of work. Mm-hmm. It's a lot of digging. It's a lot of intentionality. And it's just great because I know for me, if I didn't have Tim telling me, oh, you got sick from that, I probably wouldn't even realize it. Dear God, the guy has found most of my issues. Gosh, and I'm like, him. goodness gracious, how did I not realize this? He's like, yeah, Liv, you get a stomach ache every time you eat that. And I'm like, but it's my favorite. <laughs> I don't realize it. So it really is important to have somebody on your side who is actually tracking what you're eating, tracking what you're doing, how you're feeling, how your mood is, how your emotional health is, how you're sleeping. So you can be the hype girl for that person. Oh, so. 110% hype woman. <laughs> Yes. And I'm, I'm, like I said, I'm here to support you. Ultimately, you are the one doing the healing. You are the one doing the work. Um, so again, I'm just here to provide you resources, let you know what's going on and act as a support. No, I love that. Okay. So there was a few questions and I, my phone is up there, but one of the questions was like, what are some basic things that you can do for your gut health? Like every single day that will help maybe like two things. Okay. Yeah. I mean, this is, I, people love the free. So generic. I know it's so general, (laughs) but, but listen, you know, there are a couple things just without getting into like the supplement realm. Cause I'm just really big on wanting to see what your functional lab work says before I'm throwing you on a bunch of supplements. Um, but I would say, like I mentioned earlier, um, bone broth. Oh my gosh. So gut healing. Like I remember I actually have a really high marker for gluten. So I, when I, when I eat gluten, I, 
sometimes will react instantaneously yeah. and it's so painful. Yeah. Um, and I just drank a cup of bone broth. I heated it up and oh my gosh, it, I just felt like the soothing healing effects in oh, my gut. It was so amazing. I gotta, I gotta get some bone broth. Yeah, girl. And I mean, some people are like that. It tastes gross. I tried it. By the brand called Bonafide Provisions. Yes. It is in the freezer section of most grocers. I shop at markets like Whole Foods, Greenwise, and Sprouts, but I'm I'm I don't know if it's at Publix. Okay. But in the freezer section, um, the turkey is amazing. I okay. could drink that straight and it's I think it tastes great. And you can even add some like, you know, coconut oil or maybe some like healthy fat like ghee or um grass fed butter or something yeah. and it's it's good. Yeah. It's really good. I feel like I've heard so many people say that. And I don't know. I'm like, okay, should I just go back to Oh my gosh, it's literally a superfood. It's so no, it's so good. I know. I'm trying to wean off coffee and trying to replace it with yes. bone broth, but you know, coffee's like a ritual to me. So um <laughs> Cheers a lot. <laughs> we both pick up our coffee cups. But and then someone was asking, and I know this is something that I've struggled with, which is weird, but I know gut health is just huge. So Someone was asking a few tips on just severe bloating and struggling to have a bowel movement. Mm. <laughs> I mean, clinically, I'd check for parasites, honestly. Yeah. Um, if you if that is like something chronic where you feel like you are bloating and discomfort after everything you put in your mouth, mm -hmm. um, you need to be you need to check for parasites and you probably have low stomach acid and you're not able to break down the food efficiently. Um, could be dealing with something like a small yeah. intestinal bacterial overgrowth and yeah. some dysbiosis in the gut. But um bone broth really helps with that. Yes. <laughs> Hey, this it is really not does. in any way, shape, or form sponsored <laughs> no, by Bonafide Provisions. Don't even but... know who I am, probably. <laughs> but maybe our next episode will be sponsored. Yes, we'll be it could. <laughs> Literally, it could be. Um, but yeah, I think that would be my biggest um, recommendation is to to get testing done. Because, uh, I mean, gut issues is like so broad. so broad. It could be literally anything and everything. It's like the same as hormonal issues because I get mm -hmm. so many people ask. Because I've obviously struggled with progesterone for years and years and years. And so is there something – I know for me, one of the biggest tips that's like really helps – and like I said earlier, take one thing at a time. Like yeah. adopt one tip at a time. See if it helps. And go from there because I think that sometimes if you adopt way too many things, like if you do five, six, seven things, you don't know you what don't, it was. <laughs> yeah, you don't know what actually helped. And then like maybe one thing's actually hurting you. And then you're like, I'm not doing any of this stuff. Yeah. Because I don't feel better. Right. But for me, I know something that really helped me a ton was eating something before I had caffeine in the morning or like eating it with you know, I, I'd eat half of it and then I would start drinking coffee. For your blood glucose levels. Yeah. So maybe like mm -hmm. say what that means because I don't. <laughs> yeah. So you guys, um, really quick before we're ending this, but <laughs> <laughs> I am like such an avid, like religious coffee drinker in the morning. Like just the, I'm such a routine person. I don't even really need it. Mm -hmm. I'm, I have natural energy. I don't do it for that, but just something about waking up early in the morning. I take my dog out. I come back. I have my coffee yes. with my devotion and I'm just in my quiet time and I'm just so happy. <laughs> But getting into this these functional met, uh, lab work and seeing um, you know people's hormones and the way that their stress levels fluctuate, it's like, yeah, like that's a huge spike in the morning if you're not having a solid, a savory breakfast and with like high protein. So even yeah. like eggs and avocado or to be honest, I literally had ground turkey, avocado and tomato for breakfast this morning. Like mm -hmm. just because I knew I, my body was craving it. I needed that protein. Yeah. Your pro protein actually fuels your hormones. Um, and to really 
avert that glucose spike early in the morning because then you're going to kind of be struggling and like yeah. on this train wreck all the rest like of the day. Like catching up all day. Yeah. 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 It really affects your cortisol, which really affects your entire body system. No, that's good. So drink bone broth. Yeah. And say your declarations and eat something in the morning. <laughs> that's three tips. Yeah. Those are three really good. Those they are... sound so basic, but like literally it will change your life. Yes. Yeah. Literally. Rewire your brain. Rewire your thinking. You got to want it too. It's – yeah, I feel like we live in this society where it's like, you know, you just expect. But yeah. no, I mean you got to – you got to really work for it. And sometimes it, it can be harder. And, and I work with a lot of people who the hardest thing for them is like switching their diet or like, yeah. you know, not not having a Celsius before every workout or something. And like those are a little – yeah, it is hard. Yeah. And I'm totally I'm – tr- I try to be very empathetic toward that. And yeah. I'm not empathetic, sympathetic. Um, <laughs> it's okay. No one's judging. But- <laughs> <laughs> no, it's true. But it's so it, true. It takes a lot of effort, intentionality. And at the end of the day, it's discipline. Mm-hmm. It's sacrificing what you want now for what's better for you later. Yes, right? there it and is. So yeah. it's just keeping that. And honestly, like at the end of the day, it's conviction from the Holy Spirit. Like for me, that is what drives me to be well, because I know God has called me to go and make disciples. He's called me to go do his work. And I can't do his work if I'm unwell. Yes. If I'm living with chronic disease, if I'm living with all these symptoms, I can't do what he has commanded me to do because I'm not taking care of myself. And so if you guys hear anything, like allow the Holy Spirit to convict you, not us scaring you of like not having McDonald's or whatever else, but like allow the Holy Spirit to convict you. Cause like we said in the beginning, like your body is a temple. And so we need to honor it. And so we just want to thank you guys for listening today. I know today was a little bit longer of a podcast episode, but it was so exciting to have you on here. <laughs> Sorry, I'm like yelling in the mic, but you guys make sure you guys go check out Stephanie at The Real and The Raw, right? Or is it The Real and Raw? The Real and Raw. The Real and Raw. really wanted that extra though in there. Yeah, sorry. The Real and Raw on Instagram. And I would love to hear see you guys on Instagram as well. So you can follow me at simplylive.co. That's simplylive.co. Love you guys. Have a great day. I hope this rain will fall you